0: I'm Sam Mitchell and this is Thunder Fest. Today's episode we interview Manny Gibney, who is the principal of Easter Green Elementary School. Are you doing okay today, Miss Gibney?
1: I am. How are you, Sam?
0: I'm alright. So, my first question to you is can you talk about why you wanted to do a career in education?
1: Yeah, I was a stay at home mom to my four children. And during that time, I started volunteering at their school as my kids would start to get into preschool and kindergarten. And um, I just fell in love with watching kids and in the learning process and and all of that. And I thought that would be a really cool thing to do for a career. So as my kids were going through school, I went back to college and decided to become a teacher because I just thought that would be a really rewarding um, career. I love the learning process and, and watching kids learn, and I wanted to be part of that every day.
0: What did you teach exactly?
1: I taught um, social studies. I taught middle school and high school.
0: Which did you enjoy out of all of them?
1: You know, it's hard to say because I liked I liked both levels for different reasons. So I, I can't really pick a favorite. I just, it's kind of like my kids. I I have different, you know, you, you love all your kids for different different reasons. And I, I did the same with, with education. I've loved every role that I've been in for a different reason.
0: How did your career in education began at Eastern Green?
1: Yeah. So I, at some point in my career, I decided to get my administrator's license and I knew that I wanted to be a principal as my kids got older. Um, I started to work more with elementary students in a counseling role and I really started to enjoy elementary. So I knew I wanted to be an elementary principal. And at the time my husband was the superintendent at Bloomfield. So I had I had, you know, been in Green County for for ball games and things like that and so I saw a posting that there was an opening at Eastern Green and it was at the elementary level which is exactly what I was hoping for. And um, then when I went through the interview process, I really connected with the interview committee. And I knew that it was a place as I went through the interview process. Sometimes you learn just as much about the uh, position that you're interviewing for as they learn about you. So that process made me realize I really wanted to be part of Eastern green.
0: What were your first thoughts about Eastern green?
1: Well, my first thoughts, I actually, my son, my oldest son had played sports in school. Um, and so I had been to the high school for ball games and then um, attended ball games at the high school with my husband when he was at Bloomfield. And, you know, I always thought it was a really cool place. It seemed very um, especially, you know, the, the buildings seemed very progressive. And, you know, then my first time when I came into the elementary building, I was just excited seeing the decorations on the walls and you could just see the the love for kids in the building and, and feel that love for kids.
0: What does that phrase mean to you exactly?
1: That's a good question. I think for me, when I walk in a school building, you can just, you just see the the bulletin boards and, and the decorations and the way the classrooms are set up. And you can just you can tell a lot about the building by the things that that the teachers and the staff have done to, to decorate the walls to make the kids feel welcome to send. Um, a message to the kids of what they want that culture to be in the building, and so the first time I visited the elementary I could just tell by the classrooms and the things the hard work that the teachers and the staff had done, I could just tell that. They had had a lot they had done a lot of extra things in the building to make the kids feel comfortable and welcome
0: and safe at school. What is your vision for Eastern Green Elementary?
1: Um, So my vision coming in is um, you know we have education is is constantly changing, and um, you know with technology, the needs of our students are constantly changing and how we can reach our students. It's a lot different now, as you know, Sam. You have social media. Um, Our kids have a lot are bombarded with a lot of a lot of outside um, influences. And with that in mind, um, our role as educators has has expanded. Not only do we teach them the academics, but we have to be, you know, concerned about their mental health as well and teach them to make good decisions um, using, you know, 21st century skills with technology. Digital citizenship, things like that to keep them safe on the internet. So, my vision is to really expand outside of the academic piece of learning and work with them for the uh, social emotional aspect and their mental health, teaching our kids how to articulate and identify emotions so that they can work through those different types of things, and teaching our kids that it's okay to talk to adults about what you're feeling. Um, It's okay to go to an adult if you need help with something and, and just having that open relationship with them as they navigate through the waters of, you know, a 21st century, you know, digital world.
0: Yeah. It's hard these days because kids, like I said, these days are so inspired because they do not know what the real truth is anymore.
1: Yeah. And you know, it's funny because last night I started thinking about that. I lived in a world before social media existed. And I had the luxury of growing up in, in a world where I didn't have all of that outside noise being thrown at me. And I cannot imagine what it's like growing up today when you have so many things, you know, you're bombarded with so many things um, telling you what you should think or what you should do and how, how do our kids decipher through all of that for what's true for them and what's right for them. And so I just can't imagine what it's like to grow up in a world like that. And so I want to make sure that we can support our kids so they can make good good choices.
0: What is a typical day for you?
1: Um, A typical day for me is, um, well, I will tell you that I start out my day with bus duty and, you know, the kids getting off of the school bus. And that is, that's my favorite part of the day, just seeing their smiles as they run in you know, to the building and they're excited to be at school in the morning. Um, and so being able to say good morning and, and see their little faces. It's a little different this year because we're all wearing masks so you don't see their smiles as much, but I know that the smiles are under the masks. Um, and then, so that's probably my favorite part of the day. And that just, that just kind of gives me the energy to get through the rest of the day. And then I try to walk the halls every morning and say good morning to every class. Um, just so that, you know, the teachers and kids know that I'm there and available if they need anything. And then as the school day gets started, um, I'm available to help if kids need, need help or support or if teachers need help and support. And um, the days go by actually pretty quick. And then I end my day with bus duty as well. So I get to say goodbye to the kids um, as, they, as they load the buses.
0: So you're just there 24-7 when they need you.
1: Yeah, I'm there throughout the school day whenever they need me. I do a lot of emailing um, to, you know, back and forth with teachers if they need something. I talk to parents. um, You know, I'm always there if a parent needs to reach out and has a question. They're not very typical because every day is so different, but it's always interesting.
0: Yeah, each day provides you with something new or something different.
1: Yes, that's exactly what it is. I never know. Even if I have a plan in place, that might change. So I have to be pretty flexible knowing that I might have to change some things around and, and always prioritize what needs to be done, what's most important in my day to be done first. I got and you. really, it comes down to what's best for our kids. So if I have to prioritize something, I base it on what's best for the kids at that moment.
0: Obviously, since you're a principal, you have to work with teachers, duh. But what do you think the best way for a principal to work is with teachers?
1: Um, that's a really good question. I think that the best way for a principal to work with teachers is to empower them. You know, the teachers are, you know, and I, and I was a teacher. Um, so I know what it's like to be in the classroom. And, um, you know, the teachers need support for the things that they're doing. They're the experts in their field. So, um, you know, giving them the support that they need so that they can be successful to teach their students they are going to have the best relationships with their kids because they're, especially at the elementary level, they're with their kids all day since the kids don't switch classes. So empowering them to be able to do what they need to do to have a good relationship with their kids, you know, to, to teach them the academics and to provide a safe um, learning environment for kids. It's just allowing them to do what they need to do and supporting them when they need support. But how do you empower
0: them exactly?
1: A technique to empower them would be really, and this is my first year as a principal at Eastern Green, so it's really important for me to learn the culture, learn what teachers are currently doing, um, and then just really talk to them and get to know them and what they feel like they need. Um, I have been in other schools, and I think that has been really beneficial for me as a principal because I've seen that every school has different needs. And so that being said, my first year at Eastern Green, I want to learn what the needs are at the elementary school from the teachers themselves and then see how we can work to um, see how I can work to support them with the needs that they've, they've shared with me.
0: What is the most rewarding and difficult thing about being an elementary school principal?
1: Um, The most rewarding thing is to really to just be in the building and, when I walk the halls and I see the teachers, I can see the teachers teaching and I can tell that they love what they're doing. And then I can see that the kids are learning, um, being able to walk the halls and just be kind of like a fly on the wall as I look through the windows of the classrooms and see that happening. thats That's extremely rewarding to me to see those interactions. The most difficult thing is what I said earlier it, my day goes by really fast because each day holds something different. And I may not even know what the day holds for me when I arrive. While I do love that part about my job, that is something that I've had to adjust to because I'm typically a person that likes to be super organized. I like to have everything planned out. So I've had to do some adjusting with my personality and learn that it's okay if everything doesn't unfold the way I planned that it's okay for me to kind of pivot and and adjust and make it work for you know as long as like I said earlier if it's working and it's best for kids and it's okay for me to
0: change my plan yeah I get it's just that the suspense leading to the day kills you
1: yes and I'm human so I want to do a really good job Um, you know I think most people want to do a good job so There is that, that's a good word to use when you said suspense. There is that bit of suspense of, I hope when I show up today, I can do a great job no matter what happens.
0: What do you think something about being a principal would surprise people?
1: Well, I can tell you what has surprised me. Um, in, In every role, in most of the roles I've worked in, I have... Worked a lot with students. Um, I've been in some roles where I worked equally with teachers and students, and and trained teachers, but then also worked with students. But in the elementary principal role, what I have learned is I have to be very deliberate to be able to see students and make those connections with them, because as a principal, you're you're managing different things. You're not just, you know, I think a lot of times people think the principal is there to work with the kids and and work with the teachers all day, but There are some managerial things I have to do too, like paperwork. I have to do a lot of emailing and phone calls and the day can get by, go by pretty fast. And then all of a sudden, if I'm not careful, I realize I haven't gone out into the hallway and I haven't seen kids. Um, So, you know, it just, it kind of surprised me that I have to be very deliberate with my time. I schedule times in my day to make sure that I get out into the hallways that I go out and see kids um, because that's that's why I'm in the building. You know, they are my why for being there. You can get kind of bogged down with paperwork and emails and things like that. But as soon as I go out in the halls and see the kids and the fact that they're learning, or I can see them, you know, out on recess or whatever, that's always a great thing to to boost my mood. And then I can always go back and do my, my paperwork, but I, I need to find those moments of joy with the kids.
0: How do you manage discipline as an elementary school principal?
1: Um, yeah, that's that's a good question too. As an elementary school principal, I think discipline looks a little different than it does at the secondary level. So I had mentioned that I did teach um, middle school and high school. and you know, at that level, it's a little bit different because you only have 45 minutes with the kids in a classroom. So you know building those relationships is a little bit more of a challenge. and dealing with discipline is it, it just looks different. But at the elementary level, I think discipline, is more of a learning process you know if a student is having behavior issues i really want to work with them to to get behind the why of the behavior and then teach them how to what tools and skills they can start to practice so they make good choices so in the elementary we always tell the kids you know we have two school rules one is do the right thing and two is treat people right So we try to make it fairly simple. So when the kids, um, when I'm working with kids with behavior, I will say, did you do the right thing? Did you treat people right? And, you know, if the answer is no, we talk about how could you back up to the situation that happened and how could you have reacted where you would have changed it to do the right thing and treat people right. And then we, we just talk through that. And then we talk about if this were to happen again, let's have a plan for how you can react so that you can, you know, learn to adjust, learn to make better choices and react in a different way. And we talk a lot too about, you know, it's okay to get mad and angry. All of, all of those things are, are human and they're okay. But it's so important at the elementary level. That's such a great age to teach them, you know, how to deal with those emotions so that they don't control your behavior.
0: Has being a parent influenced your, your role as a principal?
1: Yeah, I think it has. Um for sure. Um you know, I ha- I mentioned earlier that I have four children and you know that I love them all equally, but each one of them has different traits. Um so you know, I think the fact that I have four children each ha- each being a very different personality has helped me understand that each child um need- might need to be met at a different level. So I think the statement is fair is not always equal. So instead of trying to have like a spelled out plan of this is exactly how we deal with all of these behaviors and things like that, raising my kids taught me that I might have to handle my oldest child's behavior or their emotions differently than my youngest um, and then anywhere in between. So I learned that I may handle something differently with one child than another, But if that's what that child needs to move forward, then that is fair for that child. So, yeah, being a parent. And I think you have that like mom instinct, too. Um, There's, you know, a mom instinct and a dad instinct. And that comes with time and raising kids. And I think that's always, always helpful in my role, too.
0: What do you enjoy outside of teaching?
1: So outside of being a principal, um, I... I used to teach yoga. Um, that was something that I learned to do a couple of years ago. Um, working in, in education is, as much as I love it, you give a lot of yourself to others. And so yoga allows me to just take some time to myself and um, take care of my physical and mental health in that way. Um, my husband and I love to take our dogs for walks. Um, so we go on lots of walks. with We have Two Golden Retrievers and a Maltese. We will take the Golden Retrievers for walks. And I have a grandson now. He is two years old and he lives in Ohio. So when we can, we like to make the trip to Ohio and hang out with my grandson for the weekend.
0: Oh, that's nice. We have two big dogs ourselves.
1: What kind of dogs do you have?
0: Uh, Cane Corsos.
1: I have never heard of that.
0: They are big Mastiffs. So now this is the final question. What does being the Eastern Green Elementary principal mean to you?
1: I'll be honest, I wake up every single day and I just feel like I am the most blessed person in the world because, you know, I get to go to a school building and I get to work with our youth and our kids and I get to work with the teachers that are educating them and and all the staff members that are that are working to help our world be a better place through our children. I get to do that every single day. And I And I look back on, you know, my life of the time I was 30. I think I was 30 years old when I decided to go to school to be a teacher. And if you had told me at 21 that I would be going to school to be a teacher someday, I would have thought you were crazy because that wasn't really in my plan. Um, And I am so grateful that I made the decision to go back to school to to be a teacher. I'm so grateful that I made the decision to... um, to apply for the principal's job at Eastern Green Elementary because it's been the most fulfilling, rewarding thing I could have possibly done um, outside of raising my kids and having my family. I'm just, yeah, it just means everything to me that I get to work with kids every day.
0: I'm glad you made that decision because we want to get to have you. And to me, you're basically living the dream, aren't you?
1: You know, I feel like I am living the dream. And I always tell my own children that. Make sure that you take the time to choose a career that you love. Um, I don't want them to choose that. Obviously, you need to support your family. Um, you need to be able to pay your bills. But for my own children, I, I want them to, to know that I don't care how much money you make, but I want to know that you choose a profession that you feel like is rewarding and fulfilling because that's what you're going to do all day long for, for most of your life. So you should love it. And I, and I love it.
0: Well, I think that'll be all for us. Do you have anything else you'd like to say?
1: I just want to thank you for taking the time to, to talk with me about all of this. It's been fun. It's good to talk through through all of these things and, and why I've become, you know, why I became an educator and a principal and all of that. So thank you.
0: Of course, anytime. Thanks for joining us for this episode of ThunderCount. Please stay for our next episode coming very soon. If you have any suggestions or comments, please email us at thundercast at gdream.k12.in. You are subscribing to every episode of Thundercast on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Pop. All content in this podcast is property copy of Eastern School Corporation and may not be used without express written permission or rights reserved.